0: Ah, uh, ah, uh, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear Mildred, the Mask Mother, say to her son,
2: Go
3: to sleep, my baby. Ah, uh, ba- Mommy? Yes, Benton?
0: I think I could sleep if you'd stop for a while. During another exciting episode of
1: Chicken Man. He's
2: everywhere! He's
1: everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. Welcome to our 500th episode. I'm so thrilled to be able to say that. It doesn't seem possible that I've introed an old-time radio episode now 500 times. This podcast has been downloaded over 180,000 times in places like Australia, France, Mexico, Ireland, India, Spain, Poland, Israel, Canada, South Africa, and many more, including my home country of the U.S. So stay tuned after this episode of You Bet Your Life for our special announcement of this special episode commemorating 500 episodes. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say that secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on December 12, 1951. Now, George, what is that secret word? The secret word tonight is people. P-E-O-P-L-E. Really?
4: You bet your life! The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho!
5: <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples.
4: Well, Groucho, we sent some tickets to the junior high schools in the city this week. And other youngsters who came to our program tonight, here come the two who were selected to be on the show. Elda Height and Philip Bauer. Kids, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx.
5: Well, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. uh, What's your... Elder is your name?
2: That's right.
5: But you're the younger of the two, aren't you?
2: (laughs) Yeah? I guess so. Well, how can
5: you be the elder? I don't understand. (laughs) I can get sued by Abbott and Costello for this. (laughs) How how old are you? Uh, I'll call you Junior, huh?
3: All right, I'm 14.
5: You're 14, huh? Eh? Well, you're a pretty short small girl for 14, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Where were you born?
3: I was born here in Los Angeles.
5: Uh, what sort of work does your father do?
3: Well, he's a branch sales manager for the Murray Sells B. Mar- branches? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's branch sales manager for the Murray B. Marsh Company, uh, who sells Mohawk carpets.
5: Is that all he sells, just carpets, huh? Well, and... That's a pretty tacky job, isn't it? <laughs> Um, what, what school do you go to, uh, Elva?
3: LeConte
6: Junior High.
5: What's, uh, Philip Bauer, is that right? That's You're right. The right Bauer or the left Bauer?
6: Where were you born? Uh, at Cedars of Lebanon Hospital at 3.30 in the morning <laughs> um, on uh, February 8, 1937.
5: That's pretty comprehensive already. <laughs> How come you know all this? Did you take notes at the time? <laughs> How old are you, Phil?
6: I'm uh, 14.
5: What sort of work does your father do?
6: Uh, He works for the Water and Power Sanitary Engineering Division.
5: Oh. Well, that's a pretty cushy job, isn't it? You get free water? (laughs) Does your father... Did your father ever tell you how he met your mother?
6: No, but my mother did.
5: (laughs) What did she tell you?
6: Well, uh, it seems that she went down to the beach with some other men, and she... (laughs) That's where she
5: met. Where were you? Were you at Cedars of Lebanon then?
6: <laughs> That's where she met my father.
5: At the Cedars of Lebanon? It's a good thing the old boy showed up, huh?
6: <laughs>
2: she
5: might have been at the beach yet.
2: Huh? <laughs>
5: well, that was, that was a quick row And what happened then?
6: Well, they, they were, he, she met my father. <laughs> There's no
5: need of yodeling, you know. Right? <laughs> Just use, use one voice. I don't care which one you use. Well, let's not overdo it. Don't use two vo- voices. Because if there's two people here and three voices, I get all confused.
6: <laughs>
2: now
5: decide. Which 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 uh, which one are you going to use? I'm all set. Okay.
6: <laughs> you take
5: the high voice and I'll take the low voice.
6: <laughs> Well, how did
5: your mother meet your father?
6: At the, at the beach, and uh, uh, my father...
5: Was a beach beachcomer?
6: <laughs> no, he had a... Uh, he decided to give her a ride home. And uh, something What do you mean to... he
5: decided? Did he ask her
6: anything?
2: Or... <laughs>
6: no, uh... Anyway, they got going, and...
5: I'm glad to hear that. Yeah.
6: Well, uh, something went wrong with the car, and it kept uh, kept stopping.
5: And That's his story. <laughs> That's an old device. I used to use that myself. What grade are you in at school? A nine. A nine. Yeah. What school do you go to? Uh,
6: Thomas Darke King. Where's that? That's uh, at Myra and Fountain.
5: What's Myra doing at a fountain? <laughs>
6: Is well, she, uh, she a soda jay? The, the two streets cross and Thomas R. King is on the corner.
5: You keep away from him, you hear me? <laughs> what kind of a school is this, Philip? Well,
6: it's uh, it's an old school and kind of artistic. It's...
2: <laughs> Who
6: said that? Did you say that? <laughs>
5: Climb down off that ladder there, will you? <laughs> you? say it's an old school and kind of artistic?
2: <laughs> now you're going to play You Bet
5: Your Life for $2,500. Right, Right now, I want you to pay close attention to this.
4: If you're like most people, you look for and expect three things of the folks who service your car. Efficient service, courteous service, and service at a fair price. Well, there's one place you can get them all, and that's at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's. Yes, sir, you'll find out a DeSoto Plymouth dealer really knows how to treat your car, and that goes for the major repair jobs as well as the smallest ones. His men are skilled mechanics. They've been trained in factory methods, and they really know your car. What's more, they work with the most modern tools and equipment, and that helps them to a faster, more expert job. But not only does your car get the right treatment at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer, you get the right treatment, too. Considerate treatment. Service with a smile. And when you get the bill, you'll find it's reasonable. A fair charge for good work done. Stop in and you'll agree. You and your car both make out best. For you see the famous sign of better service. The friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And remember... All dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the value jewel of the low-priced field.
5: Now, uh, all right, let's see how much money you can win tonight. That reminds me, I have a note here that uh, I have to read. Now, listen to this, gentlemen, because this involves you, too. On our first show, we had a question about the Hope Diamond, and uh, I said it wasn't for sale. I now stand corrected. The Hope Diamond is for sale. If there's anybody in the audience who'd like to buy it, I think. <laughs> well, that takes care of that. We sell anything on this show, eh? Yeah? George, explain the rules of the game to these youngsters, eh? Huh?
4: All right, you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show.
5: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected fictional animals and birds. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? 19
2: 19
5: 19 What kind of an animal is Dumbo? Elephant. An elephant. Elephant is right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have thirty nine dollars. me am going for twenty five hundred dollars, Knight. How much of the thirty nine dollars will you bet on your second question? Thirty eight. What kind of an animal is Ferdinand? Bull. Oh. A bull is right.
2: You
5: now have seventy seven dollars. How much of the seventy seven will you try this time? Seventy six. Seventy six. Seventy six. Uncle, uh, Uncle Elby has a pet named Napoleon. What sort of an animal is he? A dog A dog is right. Oh, you're really climbing. You have $153. Here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much of the $153? Shit the works. We'll shit the works. What kind of an animal is Harvey? A,
2: a rabbit. rabbit. A rabbit is right
4: you wind up with a grand total of $306. Thanks
5: and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Aren't they cute? <laughs> we have a Western Union operator and a husband. for yeah, You have, know. Yes, uh-huh. Well, you're a very fortunate man.
4: <laughs> they, they came out of our audience, Groucho, and they're right here now. Mrs. Miss Vetta Coffee, Mr. Leonard Pucci, meet Groucho Marx. Hmm?
5: Well, uh, welcome to your bet your life. Thank you. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss, uh, Miss Vetter Coffee. Vetta. Oh, it says, uh, oh, it's Tutti, Vetta. Where are you from, Vetta?
3: Originally Portland, Oregon, now from Southgate.
5: May I ask your age? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Well, you're very young-looking, twenty-six, huh? Just checking, you know. <laughs> are, are you engaged? No. Well, just checking. I do an awful lot of checking on this program. I'm <laughs> more than I do on any other program, too. You see, we have to be very sure about some things, so you'll pardon me if I seem overly inquisitive. Now then, uh, are you busy after the show tonight?
3: <laughs> well, yes, I'm afraid I
5: am. Uh, as, as I say, we do a lot of checking around. <laughs> Doesn't seem to do any good, but nevertheless, we continue checking all the time. Leonard uh, Poochie? That's that, right, sir. Is that the way you pronounce it? That's right. Or? You're the husband, are uh, you not better? Uh, no, I'm not her no. husband. Oh. No. How do you like that? <laughs> where, where are you from, Pooch? Well, I was born about two blocks away from the slaughterhouse in Canton, Ohio. They have a slaughterhouse in oh, Canton? Oh, sure, we have everything in Canton. Is that so? They don't have Akron. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you married, Pooch? Yes, sir, I am. Got any little mutts? I got two children.
2: <laughs> How long have you been
5: married? Well, I got married while I was in service, in the infantry, nine years ago. And you got two little infants, eh? Yes, sir. <laughs> what were you in the army? A sailor? I was a mess sergeant. A mess sergeant? Then your wife married you because you were a good cook, is that it? Yes, sir. Do you still do much cooking at home, Pooch? Little, just on fancy dishes such as spaghetti, meatballs, ravioli, pasta (laughs) vasul. I pasta vasul this morning around 8 (laughs) o'clock. I was going about 30 miles an hour and I (laughs) pasta (laughs) vasul. You you say, uh, Vettie, you're a telegraph operator? Yes, I am. Uh, Just, uh, what do you do?
3: Well, we send and receive messages, gum them down when they come in, send them on machines. Gum them down.
5: Gum them down? Yes. What do you mean? People come in there and you gum them down? <laughs> what is the rate for a telegram? Uh, Where letter? to? Huh? Where to? Oh, you have to. Ha- ha-
3: well, the rates vary.
5: Oh. Well, let, let's say Pasadena.
3: 35 cents plus 9 cents tax for 10 words.
5: I can take a bus and go to Pasadena for two bits. <laughs> <and then. laughs>
2: do you still
5: charge for a stop? Like, uh, I know what you're doing in Atlantic City, stop. charge for that? No,
3: all punctuation is free now within the continental limits of the United States.
5: Is that so? You this mean, uh, well, I, I could send, a, if I was real smart, I could work out a code, couldn't I? And Why, send, sure. And send nothing but commas and semicolons? And... Well, you'd
3: still have to pay, though.
5: Oh, Frightened me sometimes how cunning I think I am. <laughs> and then better talks in my bubble bursts, huh? <laughs> Let's say I'm on the phone and I want to send a telegram. Just what happens? Pretend I'm a customer. Well, what... I call up I dial, and twice I get the wrong number, of course I... I get to Slaughterhouse in Canton, Ohio
3: so. What class of service would you like to use? Straight wire, day letter, or night letter?
5: Well, l- night letter sounds pretty good to me huh?
3: All right, uh, what is your phone number? What's yours? Well, what number is this to be charged to?
5: Charge it to your own number.
3: <laughs> Who is it going to?
5: I was going to send it to you.
3: What is the address of the party that it's going to?
5: Well, it's someplace in Pasadena. I don't know. Uh...
3: No, Southgate.
5: Uh... <laughs> See, I may get some ways of that here. <laughs>
2: well,
5: <laughs> well, I've learned a lot talking to you, too. And you can learn a lot if you visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And, and Vettie, you're a very pretty girl.
2: Thank you.
5: Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you get a chance at the $2,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners.
4: The junior high school students won $306. Here
5: we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. Uh, you selected married names of motion picture stars. Now you have $20. How much of the $20 are you going to bet? Do
3: you want to
5: um,
2: bet
5: the whole 20 Yeah. Oh, no, don't bet the 20 if you lose it, then you're all through. I don't care if you bet 1990, but keep something.
2: 1999. <laughs> 1999. Actually, I haven't
5: no a right to influence you at all, but I hate to see you bet everything on the first question, because if you lose, then you. 1999, you're going to bet.
2: That's <laughs> right. Well,
5: that's, well, that's better. Yes. <laughs> at least you've got. You put something away for a rainy day. <laughs> Now, Joan is married to producer Walter Wanger. What is her screen name?
2: Joan Bennett.
5: Joan Bennett is right.
4: Well, you're on your way. You have $39.99. Are
5: you sure of that? This one I'm sure of. <laughs> Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. Now, how much of the uh, $39.99 you going to bet? All of it. All right. Um, Teresa is married to a screenwriter, uh, Niven Bush. What is her screen name? Right. Teresa Wright. Teresa Wright is right. You now have seventy-nine dollars ninety-eight cents.
2: <laughs> Here's your third question. How much
5: are you gonna bet? All of it. All of it. Frances is married to actor Joel McCrae. What is her screen name? D. Francis D. Frances D. D is right. This is really a sharp cookie here. How much are you gonna bet? You have one. Wait a minute, I got it. You have, have one hundred fifty-nine dollars ninety-six cents. How much are you gonna bet? All of it. Right. All of it. Jane is married to Gary Steffen. What is her screen name? Jane Powell. Jane Powell is right.
2: Huh? Very good. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. dealers? (laughs)
4: You wind up with a grand total of (laughs) $319.92. Thanks
5: and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Oh, say, I've got a note here to remind me to tell you something. I just finished reading a book called Showbiz by Abel Green and Joe Laurie Jr. It's the best book I've read about show business, and when you read it, I think you'll agree. Make a note of that, gentlemen. I'll do that.
4: We, uh, we have a housewife and a furrier for you now, Groucho, chosen by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Here they are, Mrs. Anna Badovinak and Mr. Bernard McLean. Come in here and meet Groucho Marx.
5: Welcome, folks, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Uh, let's see, a furrier and a housewife, eh? Mr. Bernard uh, McLean, you're a furrier, eh? Yes. Uh, where, where are you from, Bernard? Uh, originally from Norwich, Connecticut, but I've spent most of my childhood <laughs> in Oklahoma City. Oh. But maybe you were St. Bernard, eh? Huh? <laughs> Let's talk about furs. Where is your shop? Uh... Mitchell Furs. It's on Hollywood Boulevard near Normandy. How is the fur business? It's holding up very well. Can you say as much for your fur coats? Uh, yes, I believe so. I see. Your business is holding up and your coats are holding up. Huh? How about your customers? Uh, well... I they're, uh, they're being held up, too, aren't they?
2: <laughs> well, after all, he isn't
5: a skin game. That's only a joke. Uh, how, did, how did you like it, Bernard? Well, that's not a very good joke for the fur business. It's not a very good joke for show business, either. <laughs> Let's see. Mrs. Anna... Uh, good evening. Uh, Badovanic uh, you're the housewife huh? yeah how do you spell your name Anna
7: A-N-N-A
2: <laughs>
5: Anna I'm spellbound <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell Badovanic
7: B-A-D-O-V-N-I-C <laughs> okay well, yeah well That's it's okay. Yeah. it's
5: better now, you have a very interesting accent uh, Mrs. Badovanic where were you born
7: uh, Pennsylvania near Uniontown
2: <laughs>
7: I was 5 years old I was going to Yugoslavia
5: Could you tell us how you met your husband
7: Yeah I was I, when I was uh, gone uh, uh, 5 years old then I got to Yugoslavia then you Met your
5: husband when you yeah. were 5 years no. old No
7: then when I was 15 my mother was looking for my, for my husband my mother was... Your go- mother was
5: looking for your husband?
7: Yes. You have... <laughs> How mother... long
5: were you married by that time? <laughs>
7: yeah. My mother was going to a village where there a Badovnik. Badovnik village and Badovnik was husband. They was going there to find the husband named Badovnik. And the village Your was husband was
5: named Badovnik and your mother and was village. looking for him? <laughs>
7: yeah. And village was Badovnik named too. Why and didn't the...
5: you marry the village if the village was <laughs>
7: named? <laughs> and one of them my husband, my my man. You ma- had
5: two husbands named Bedognak. <laughs> <Yeah.
7: laughs> I got one, first one. I was lived twelve year was the first one, and when I come to this country, they would run away. I never see him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then,
7: then my How
5: did you meet your first husband?
7: My mother found him. <laughs> You want to marry this boy? I was 15 years old, I say. What did you do? Just
5: pluck any boy out of the car? And bring him home? I was
7: 15 years old. I don't know, nothing to say. Well, I, okay. I, I was too young. Now I've been, I know how to pick him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's too late now.
5: It's never too late, Mrs. Bedominic, eh? One place in Michigan, there must be a village named Badovenik.
2: Eh?
5: <laughs> what about this village named Badovenik? You said
7: Yugoslavia, this and Yugoslavia.
5: There's a village named Badovenik, yeah,
7: too. <laughs> village, Badovenik two whole village, but and people named two. Like, <laughs> well, oh, you said,
5: uh, for me. yeah, yes. Oh. You said Badovnik, so you went $50 and your partner was $50. Everybody says Badovnik on this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: now, I don't understand. You said there was a whole village named Badovnik? Yeah, whole
7: village. Everybody mean... was named Badovnik? Yeah, everybody last name Badovnik.
5: Well, that's pretty confusing, isn't it?
7: <laughs> no, that's... how uh... did the
5: mailman know where to bring the mail?
7: <laughs> <laughs> There's a different uh, first name, like Johnny, or Pete, or Mike, like that, and, uh, all of Badovnik.
5: Oh, I see. All the last names are the same. Yeah, all right?
7: the last names are same. And the village, uh, towns the same thing.
5: And they had two Badovenik villages? Two, yeah, two. They, you mean that one village wasn't big enough to hold all the Badoveniks?
7: <laughs> you know, that's one uh, one side and uh, another one's way far from mother. Not, not together. Oh. Yeah.
5: Good thing, too, I guess. <laughs> now, why did you come to America?
7: I come after my uh, husband, Badovnik.
5: You can I thought your mother was chasing your husband.
2: No, no I married this.
7: I, I was married, but my mother picked him.
5: You were married to your mother, and your mother picked your husband.
7: Yeah, I married that boy. Oh, and then Badovnik. he came to America. Badovnik, yeah.
5: And brought the village with him.
7: Then this uh, my uh, first husband, when I come here, this run away.
5: Your first husband ran away and, yeah. and, and went back to Badovnik again.
7: Yeah, then uh, then uh, you know then when this one run away, then I got found another Badovnik. The... <laughs> Well,
5: did you find the second Bedovenik, an improvement over the first Bedovenik?
7: That was better, yeah.
5: It was, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got
7: two John Badovnik, Two Johnny. Two, two sons.
5: You got two John Bedovenik? Yeah.
7: First and last, uh, both same, uh, same name. Oh, well, that's... I got one John Bedovenik. My husband got one John Bedovenik.
5: Oh. Well, can't you merge him, like, make a Canadian Pacific or something?
2: <laughs>
7: Well,
5: ladies, be sure to tune in again tomorrow for another exciting chapter of Anna's Other Bedovnik. Eh? Well, you said you make an unusual couple, and uh, Anna, anything I could add at this point would be gilding the bedovnik. Oh, eh?
2: good couple! Oh, good couple! Oh, just wonderful! Oh, yeah. I want
5: you to take my advice and visit your Desoto, Plymouth dealer, Joe Bedovnik. Eh? <laughs> Now you going to play You Bet Your Life for a chance at I the. I don't DeS- know
7: how to play Bet Your Life
2: You want to play for me? You want to play for no, me? No, you, you
5: play we, We're going to play uh, You Bet Your Bedovenick <laughs> It's Easy We're
2: going to make it Very easy for you <laughs> Now you get a chance
5: At the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question
2: <gasps> What you got to do is Run
5: your $20 and more than our other couples. Oh, I can't my, tell my, you how...
7: my, knee oh. my knee is red. My knee
1: is red.
2: Anyhow, uh,
5: Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners.
4: <laughs> the Western Union operator and Mr. Pucci lead with $319.92. All right, here we go. Let's see how
5: high he can build your 20
2: <laughs> <laughs> You
5: selected name the profession as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? You have twenty dollars. Uh, want to bet fifteen and?
7: More like fifteen. All
5: right. <laughs> All right. What is John Steinbeck's profession? He's an author. He's an author, is right.
2: <laughs> well,
5: you're on your way. You have thirty-five dollars. Woo! Well, are you going for two thousand five hundred dollars tonight? I'm
7: closing my eye. <laughs> Uh, how much
5: of the $35 will you bet on your second question? Uh, shall we bet it all? Yeah. All right, bet it all. All right, Frank Lloyd Wright is tops in his profession. What is he? Uh. You can talk it over if you want to. Huh? <laughs> Take it again, Oh, I'm sorry. He's an architect and a very famous one, probably the most famous one in America. Well, well they're broke. Question. We can't yeah. let them go away with empty-handed here. We're going to give you one more question. And uh, they did win the secret word, didn't they? Yeah. Well, you each won fifty dollars there. Now here's your chance to win ten dollars. Well, but think hard now, and please no help from the audience. This is a tough question. In what sport do you use a basketball? <laughs> basketball. Basketball is right.
4: Well, this couple went broke, so that means that the Western Union girl and Mr. Pucci, with $319.92 in just one moment get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question.
5: Thank you. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now then, Fenneman, uh, tell the folks about the new 1952 DeSoto.
4: Gladly, Groucho. Friends, the new 1952 DeSoto is really a beauty. It's the car designed for you and your budget, too.
5: True, true. And tell them about some of those great DeSoto features.
4: Well, for one thing, DeSoto brings you Auroflow shock absorbers that help give you the smoothest ride on the road and comfortable seats that are chair-high that give you a relaxing ride and a better view of the road. George, mention those safety rim wheels. DeSoto's safety rim wheels protect your family in case of blowouts. And DeSoto has big 12-inch brakes, too, that respond
5: even to the lightest pedal pressure. Now then, tell them where to see the 1952 DeSoto.
4: It's now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. See it tomorrow.
5: And when you do, just tell them Groucho sent you.
4: And here comes the winning couple, Groucho, the Western Union girl and Mr. Pucci, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth question.
5: All right, here we go for $2,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, L-Y-O-N, occupies an important position in the world today. If you can identify her, I'll give you $2,500. Who is Elizabeth Bowes Lyon? B-O-W-E-S, capital L-Y-O-N. Talk it over. the answer you two have decided upon? Is she in the cabinet in the United States government? No, I, I'm sorry. It's a tough one, but yeah. it's the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, no. That's the correct answer, Queen Elizabeth. So that means the big question next week will be worth $3,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won how much in the... How much did they win, Oh, uh, $319.92. Well, it's not too bad. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you, and to all of our contestants on the Thank show tonight. Thank you.
4: sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Mark Show, when the big question will be worth $3,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
5: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the 1952... DeSoto!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Good drivers drive safe cars. you bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Feniman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.
0: As you certainly know by now, director Daryl Frannick's plan to film a motion picture all about the Winged Warrior's career was later scrapped when producer Abe Epic told director Frannick he wouldn't go along with building a second $56 million legendary love temple. Well, very much embittered by this turn of events, director Frannick quickly rounded up his company of players and headed for darkest Africa aboard a single-engine biplane piloted by Anthony Schmidt.
8: All right, now that we're airborne, if there's anyone here who doesn't want to go to Africa, they're free to leave. Gee, Gerald, you're really embittered about something. Anyone, anyone at all? Well, so you want to leave, do you, Commissioner? Uh, no, I just have a uh, question. When One. I want a question, I'll ask for it. Otherwise, keep your hand down. I was merely wondering if anyone. I don't want to hear about report it. Report down, report down, report. down, hand down. Gerald, you're really being. About All right, now hear this. I'm about to direct a work of art. I was merely... Basically, it's the story of this feathered creature of the jungle who's captured alive, taken to Midland City, unexpectedly breaks loose, and climbs the Empire State Building. I was merely wondering if anyone noticed that in the... Completing
0: Australia, his outline of the basic story, Director Frannick briefly touches upon his choice of the title of the motion picture.
8: And that's why King Chicken, you see, says to people this moon picture is about a king of the jungle. A chicken who's uprooted from his
7: normal
0: habitat. Following this explanation, Director Mr. Frantic then freely encourages the airborne company of players to discuss the symbolic meaning of the whole thing.
7: Well, for me, the
8: feathered creature represents, symbolically speaking, a chicken. That's what I think. What do you think, Wing Warrior? Uh, Well, I was wondering if the feathers were not more symbolically speaking supposed to be a turkey. What do you think, Miss Halvinger? I was wondering what I could do for a bad headache. Okay, we'll come back to you. What about you, Commissioner? I was wondering what we're going to do without parachutes. Parachutes? Because I was wondering if anyone noticed that we're losing altitude. You mean
2: symbolically?
8: Uh, No, for real. Fast.
0: Wow. Just what kind of plane is Tony Schmidt piloting? It may be that we will have to measure Schmidt for a parachute. Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your
1: host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. That was a really funny episode and perfect for our 500th episode. So tomorrow we're going to include a special episode to commemorate this 500th episode. Tomorrow's show is based off a story that was first published in 1900, where its first printing was just of 10,000 copies which quickly sold out. It sold 3 million copies by the time it entered the public domain in 1956. In 1939, MGM released a musical adaptation of the story that featured Ray Bulger, Jack Haley, Burt Lahr, and in the leading role of Dorothy Gale, Miss Judy Garland. Tomorrow we present, almost 70 years after it first aired live, the Lux Radio Theater presents Judy Garland. that suits you like us on Facebook at I love old time radio. Follow us on Twitter at I love OT radio comments and questions can be directed to our website at I love old time com, or leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support. I love old time radio.com or by joining our vintage radio club and get an extra episode a week. We'll be back next Friday for some more. You bet your life. For Ilovetimereader. this is Virtual Vinny signing off.